A very warm welcome. You're listening to the Bonnery Show on Antrina Station. Today is Thursday, so we'll be having a look at the EU and Brexit, the UK. So um, there's some interesting things that have happened. It's fantastic news. The Royal Navy is to stop the fake refugees coming to Britain as France is not at war and they're mainly leaving from France or mainland Europe, which isn't at war. So the the Royal Navy will be turning back boats before they reach Britain's water under the Aussie-style plan to stop illegal migrants sailing to Britain on ribs. Where do they get the money to buy these ribs? Where do the ribs come from? Like, it's interesting to actually, you know, where are they getting them? Um, so, um, the Royal Navy and the Border Force is to intercepting vessels as they leave the French waters. More than 3,800 migrants have crossed illegally. They all should be all sent back and they should not be given any benefits or any asylum. They should be, anybody who's been caught crossing illegally should be literally sent back to France. Off you go, back to France or mainland Europe, where you came from. Um, I I absolutely think it's a disgrace that the French are helping them do that. And the French Navy, it's disgraceful. The French Navy have been helping them do this. So it's absolutely disgraceful. Also good news, um, illegal migrants who were caught are to be flown out of the UK. And I think a whole lot more should be investigated into how many illegal migrants are in and being sent out. I wish Ireland had these policies. It's absolutely, we're a joke of a country, if you could call us a country. But um, yeah, they're going to be sent out. But the interesting thing is that they've set up a challenge against where um, against this decision to send them back to mainland Europe. They're not being going back to their home country. So they've set up um, a legal challenge saying oh, that they, they came from um, dangerous countries like Iran, Afghanistan, all Islamic countries. They're all young males, Muslims. Um, and they want to challenge this. Where, again, do they get the money to legally challenge this? It's also interesting. But they want to challenge that they're going to be sent back. There's only 20 of them. I mean, there's, as I said earlier on, there was, I mean, there should have been 3,800 sent back and maybe more from previous years. So um, they need to be found and sent back. Certainly shouldn't be given any benefits. Um, so they're saying that they came from dangerous countries. But yeah, but France isn't a dangerous country. You do not need to risk your life and pay 700 euros for the crossing. They, they admitted that they paid 700 crossing to traffickers um, to put them on a dinghy from France to Britain because they want to go to Britain for whatever reason God knows they're all males um, and they paid 700 so they're challenging this decision made by the British government to actually send them back from home office so it, it's insane but um, that's they want to challenge that but the 700 why would you put your life and pay 700 if you're in a safe country France isn't at war there's nothing wrong with france why would you be putting your life at risk 
to go to Britain or anywhere else. Like, you know, that's just insane. So I don't know what that's all about, but obviously somebody's paying them to go over or giving them the money. Where would they get the money? 700 each to get to the UK from dangerous France. It's ridiculous. So a Home Office spokesperson said, we want to see migrants who have illegally and dangerously crossed the channel return to mainland Europe. Another interesting story propped up about this, a rapist who was work, working at Wimpy was a legal migrant. No checks were made by Wimpy. He had absconded from a visitor's visa 10 years ago. So how many more are like out there? You know, even these people who don't come in the dinghies and whatever are like visitor visas. You know, this is insane. So anyway, he rapes this woman brutally. Um, but how many others are there? There's, and how many others did he rape? He was there for 10 years. Um, he admitted to raping the victim um, and assaulting her and actually body harm. The victim said, the victim said he was extremely dangerous and she was terrified and extremely dangerous to be out on the street. So whether he gets sent back to his own country um, Sri Lanka is unknown but I mean he's been there in the UK for 10 years working for for a wimpy um, so Home Office was asked how had he not been deported before Home Office said it had removed 58,000 illegal immigrants who were not given refugee status um, and they went on to say our priority will always be to keep the British safe public safe from dangerous from foreign criminals um, yeah but I mean he got through your loop how many others are out there and he was got through your loop for 10 years I mean I'd say Ireland is washed by illegal migrants who they don't even care like there's probably a massive amount of rapes so much danger in Dublin going on but nothing will be done like at least I suppose the British media is reporting on this the Irish wouldn't even report on it Ireland is just such a joke um, a council investigation into Wimpy to find out um, and found out that had had other illegal immigrants working there um, an internal investigation has been launched um, Wimpy has apologised for the stress and what what this woman has gone through and have apologised deeply um, for, for what she went through. But how many went through this? Because they didn't check the paperwork. And how many other companies are not checking the paperwork of people coming in working? Maybe they pay them slightly lower amounts of money to not check the paperwork so how many companies are doing that and it's quite shocking because Wimpy's quite a well-known restaurant that they would be doing this on this level is quite shocking interesting story has come out a new book has been written by a man called um ray bassett um, and it's the book is called ireland and the eu post brexit and it highlights the relationship the deterioration relationship between um the well between the british and the irish government and um, he was an ambassador an ambassador to canada jamaica 
and Barbados. And he's written this book, and his name is Ray Bassett, about the loathing of the tea shop Leo from the British government. Oh, I don't think he was the only one. I mean, he got the lowest votes in history. And he was only counted in after the fifth count. But mind you, he's beginning to look good because the rest in the doll are so extremely leftist scum who have Sinn Féin and people before profit and the Greens. He's actually, Leo's actually beginning to look normal. I didn't even think that was possible because he's such an EU rent boy puppet that I didn't even think that was possible. But he's actually beginning to look quite good um, considering considering the other yokes we have in the doll at the moment. It's Ah, the whole country is extremely left, though. I suppose they just represent what we have or what the media tells us we have. It's it's hard to know, but um, yeah. So he, he writes a story about how loathed that the ex tea shop was, um, and suggests that the replacement of Boris Johnson, um, which got a vast majority, was required in order to rest relationships with London and Dublin. Um, he highlights Mrs. May's snub on an um, invitation to the Dole, sco- scored relationships between the two countries. Bassett's Aaron, former ambassador for Canada, as I said earlier on. Um, and he said, you know, it, he goes on to talk about Simon Coving having been needlessly provocative to the UK. The Irish government was quite with that whole Brexit and the media was so anti-consideringly you know um, that the British were so, I mean that was their choice the Irish really still do and a lot of people do believe that they had a right to to stop the British doing this um, they used excuses for Northern Ireland and all that sort of stuff the border, they used many excuses but really England Britain is, a, is an independent sovereign country. If they've decided to leave, they've decided to leave. And that should have been respected. And they said, although the vote wasn't that close, it was a million in the difference. And then the vote, the mass, vast majority vote for Boris Johnson um, was needed. Um, that he got a huge vote the way he did so that he could go on to do what it is. But... Um, and then the Irish, I think, government then copped on, only at that stage, and only still kind of niggling. The media kind of stays quiet now, uh, more so about Brexit, where before they were like, oh, the British are fools, they didn't know what they were voting for, they didn't really understand Brexit, it's not really what they want, it's just a few fascist bigots and whatever. But now they've kind of stepped back a bit, but it's a bit too, it was too much too late, really, to have gone on. So... They basically, um, the, that, the big votes and arrival um, has dramatically improved relationships, Mr. Bassett goes on to say, um, because the vote was so huge. I don't know whether the Irish government just stepped kind of back and realised that this is really what the British wanted and it took that huge vote for Johnson. I mean, we couldn't even get anything like that in Ireland. It was ridiculous. I mean, I think... Um, it was only Fine Gael and they barely was touching on 30% or something like that and the rest were 20 it was actually quite shocking so it was really really I mean they had to have go into government with three parties because their votes were ridiculously all of their were so so bad 
Um, so Johnson got in with a good vote enough to be able to change the law and to do what he needed and that's what they needed to get in because with Miss May um, it wasn't a big enough vote to change things where Boris Johnson got in extremely comfortably he got most of the Labour votes so he got a very comfortable a comfortable headline I mean Labour was just left in the dust it was a joke and anybody else against Brexit that that um, government party that was set up was actually she she lost even her seat. It was quite a joke. Um. So yeah, no, it just shows that the British is feeling for Brexit was strong and growing. If anything, the passion for for Brexit was unleashed, growing support for the EU army. Um. Now that the UK is not a member any longer, there is a push for a military force. Mr. Bassett. A former ambassador to Canada, Jamaica, Bahamas, Ireland needs to look to leave the bloc. Now that the British has left, Ireland needs to consider our exit. Mr. Bassett says Leo's slavishly and foolishly followed EU's line while ignoring warning signs about the bloc's view. The EU stands growing disenchantment for the US and resentment towards. The US, which is quite dangerous because you know, there's so many Irish who left for the US, and we have so much connections with the US. For, for us to be involved with it, it's, it's a foolish choice because we have such huge history with Britain and the USA. So, you know, he's looking at why you know the Irish are so into the EU, um, but he's saying, you know, it's dangerous because there will be a military force and that is something Ireland will be dragged into. Um, but they were borrowing huge money and massive amount of money. And this is really like they have to pay back massive amount of mar- money. Borrowed five million or five billion and have to pay back 15 billion. It's, it's insane. And that is really to cover the costs all countries to cover the cost of the UK leaving. I don't think the, the EU would be able to survive unless they have ramped up these massive charges to countries because they can't afford for the UK to leave. That is why they fought so hardly hard for the UK to stay. So now they've made up these excuses leave that they charge countries ridiculous amounts of payback so that they can afford to keep this block and the military going. Um, because without the UK, this was impossible. So now they are charging huge money. But hopefully this will end soon. Hopefully countries will start to leave and Hungary and Italy and all these countries will start and it will fall apart. Because I don't see any hope for Ireland. I think all our government loves the EU. Um, a, a lot of the Irish love the EU Ireland is a left wing paradise and it's got no conservative values at all in fact they want to dump any kind of conservative values because they don't consider them as any decent values they want to dump everything so you know they want the non-Irish out and put everybody who's born outside Ireland particularly if you're brown and Muslim put them first give them a job and give them education give them food give them housing but the indigenous Irish can rot in hell it's absolutely insane what's happening in this country again thank you for listening 
on the Bond Marie Show. And we'll be talking tomorrow on Friday. Thank you very much. Share, share, share.